coming up in this episode of Stay Haunted, we give you our complete full review of Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando. Hello and welcome to Stay Haunted Creepy Kingdoms Podcast, all about haunts. I'm your host, Mr. James H. Carter II, and in this episode, we give you a full rundown of Halloween Horror Nights Orlando, and we are joined by special guests from the unofficial Universal Orlando Podcast. We have... Darren and Nina. And yes, we are smack dab in the middle of haunt season, and we have so much more haunt coverage coming your way. More Stay Haunted episodes are coming at a rapid pace. (laughs) So get ready. And our YouTube show, Creepy Quest, we have videos from haunts. You're going to want to stay tuned to Creepy Kingdom almost every day. I mean, you should do it every day, but we're going to be putting something out almost every day for the next few weeks because there's so much awesome Halloween stuff and haunt stuff that we want to share with you. So stay tuned to the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't yet, and uh, hold on to your butts because uh, there's a lot, a lot more haunt coverage coming your way. And before we get started, I'd like to let you know that this podcast brought to you by creepy kingdoms patreon that's right you can help us do what we do here at creepy kingdom and get exclusive bonus content our exclusive patreon only podcast live from the dungeon all the fun stuff and you get to be like hey i help those guys do that stuff that's cool right on patreon.com slash creepy kingdom all right, without any further ado, let's get to haunting. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, we have a full house tonight. Very excited for this episode of Stay Haunted. We're talking Halloween Horror Nights Orlando. Joining us is Sir Florida Man himself, Grant. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you sound uh, very fancy. <laughs> Not like Florida man. <laughs> and returning to the show, ah. we're very excited to have Darren and Nina from the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast and the Dead Man's Digest. What's up, guys? What's up, Internet? What's Hi. up, Creepy Kingdom? <laughs> we come in a package. Yes, a package deal. So in case our mm-hmm. listeners are unaware, want to, uh, you know, talk a little bit about uh, the UOP and the Dead Man's Digest. Yeah, so uh, the UOP, uh, we started, we've been doing this for, I don't know, like 100 years now. It's very surprising, though, no, like... Uh, eight years, and uh, eight we've been years. talking about wow. Univ- yes, we've been talking about Universal Orlando the whole time. We come up with new things to talk about somehow every single week. Yeah, but- <laughs> well, they put out the snacks all the time, cool. so there's plenty of stuff to talk yeah. about. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> They're switching up the rides all the time, putting out excellent things like Fast and Furious, you know. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, ow. <laughs> hey, but, man. Yeah. I mean, oh. come on. I mean, what? there's no other place that I can experience what it's like to just miss the whole Fast and Furious gang drinking beers at a table. <laughs> yeah, right. That's worth the price of admission right there. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, we get, you know, like uh, um, ride creators and stuff like that on. So it's really cool that uh, the people that we've had the opportunity to talk to on there. Yeah. And then uh, Dead Man's Digest, you know, kind of sprung from that. And that's kind of our just like Halloween centric one started with just horror nights and mm-hmm. kind of spread out to like all the haunt events around uh, central florida so yeah yeah and i met you through the uuop and i'm a big horror fan this is actually my 10th year in a row that i've gone to halloween horror nights in orlando um so yeah that's something that we bond over is like the horror season so this is our favorite time of year so yeah we're really excited to talk about it awesome yeah and then this year you're not doing dead man's digest Right. Yes, yeah, taking yeah. a little break this season. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of stuff going on this year, so we're uh, and, and just enjoying uh, Hollow Scream and Horror Nights as we're able to. Uh, we're actually heading out there again uh, this next weekend. So <laughs> yeah, tomorrow night. And um, didn't you say that you were going to go to every night of Hollow Scream this year? Well, as much as we can, we're going to miss a couple of nights because okay. we're going to Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, every other night that we can go, we're definitely going to make it. So yeah, as much as we can. All right on. And also, since you're not uh, doing Dead Man's Digest this year, we're happy to have you here on Creepy Kingdom. Yay. <laughs> Definitely. Just kind of s- steal you guys on over for a season. Yes, we need to talk Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I know. We get sick of each other. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Oh, wow. This is some, some truths are coming to light here. Oh, there's drama on the show. Boy, it's getting juicy right from the start. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean. It's nice to talk with other people about it. Uh Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. (laughs) You might be, but you have an hour to let this wear off. So, (laughs) All right, so Universal Orlando, I unfortunately could not get over there. I mean, the season's not over yet, and I never know if – if my fairy haunt mother is going to grant me a wish and get me over there somehow, but I'm pretty much accepting that I'm not going to be able to go this year, which is very sad because to me, this is the best haunt out of anything that I go to. I live in Southern California and there's tons of sweet haunts here (laughs) and I'm very spoiled, but Horror Nights Orlando is a whole different beast. Yeah, the grass is always greener, right? Yeah, yeah, it's that too. <laughs> <laughs> we're like knots. We wish we were back at knots. Right. <laughs> the grass is always greener, yeah. But, you know, one day we'll all live a lives where we could freely travel back and forth during haunt season to all the haunts across the country and everyone will be happy. <laughs> but <laughs> but I got I to gotta take this year off and hand it off, uh, you know, to my illustrious panel to uh, tell the listeners uh, what's in store if they're headed to Horror Nights Orlando. So let's jump right into it here. Uh, Instead of going through each house and announcing them, we'll just announce them as we talk about them. (laughs) It's probably a lot easier. Um, And I'll try to refrain with the uh, Hollywood uh, 
Hornet's Hollywood comparisons. <laughs> it's hard not to when that's my frame of reference, and there's so many crossover houses this year, like that are yeah. both. <laughs> um, but I'll try. <laughs> but anyways, um, let's start with the uh, the big one, I guess, the one that's uh, packing in the crowds here. Uh, Stranger Things. It's a house based on season two and three combined. Uh, last year, uh, I thought it was a pretty solid house. I enjoyed it. So um, interested to hear what you guys think about this year. So whoever wants to jump in. <laughs> oh, okay. I can start. Like, um, I thought it was. It felt like one of the longest haunts that um, Halloween Horror Nights was offering this year. Um, I've watched all the seasons, but I'm not a super fan like some people that I know who have watched each season like three or four times. Uh, so well, some of it didn't really make sense to me because, you know, I basically watch them as they come out and then I'm on to my next uh, Netflix and uh, Netflix show to binge it. Right. But uh, it seemed like they did a really good job with the sets and making you feel like you were in that universe, as well as the casting choices that they had people who looked like the characters in the show that's what i i am already gonna do it but the hollywood house doesn't have uh people playing the kids they're all mannequins which is, oh yeah which is which i think is a bummer <laughs> they have adults uh and you know in there but the kids are all mannequins which i yeah. weird choice oh that's creepy <laughs> sure <laughs> Yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, and they do have that in some of the scenes over here, and actually, like one of the most pivotal, pivotal ones, um, like a portal scene that they have. Uh, they I, they decided to use mannequins for, and I really don't understand why in that in that one particular scene. But yeah, for the most part, uh, the the casting is pretty good. I say that mm-hmm. that's the strong point of it. Uh, I was expecting a little bit more from season three, uh, like maybe a more fleshed out Starcourt Mall. Uh, we got like a scene from it. Uh, really cool mind flare uh, in there, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, overall, I, I was a little disappointed in this one. I was expecting more. Hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, if I had to, from season three. To argue about, if I had to argue about the whole season three aspect of things, keep in mind that that came out in July and it probably wasn't fully edited and until um, you know maybe june or so um and they were probably already working on the hot by that point they had to have already been working on the hot so true yeah that's the, a good point probably didn't even know what the what to expect they probably saw what the star court food mall or what the uh the mall food court looked like and said okay well this is a scene so we can put this one in here but they couldn't put everything else in because they didn't know what it would look like yeah uh, to your point, point, to your point, that is probably why there's nothing familiar from season three in Hollywood's house. There's no Star Car uh-huh. Mall. <laughs> there's, in fact, the whole season three part, there was nothing that was familiar to me at all. I don't even know what w- it was in it. <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm pretty confused <laughs> by it. <laughs> so that, that's probably to your point is that they didn't have too much uh, uh, lead to build for designing. Does it all yeah. kind of came yeah, out the same time? That makes a lot time. of sense. Um, have you heard? I've heard rumblings that they're talking about making this a permanent uh, attraction to day guests. <laughs> have you guys heard anything about that? I have not. No, um, although I heard that um, as we're recording, 
watching this uh, yesterday, apparently in the uh, old Terminator 2 show, that they have some sort of Stranger Things interactive experience that's temporary while they're waiting for the next show to open up. Um, so I know that there's another Stranger Things experience. I know that last year yeah. they opened up the Stranger Things maze for like one day before they tore it down, like today, yes, just so you could see what it was like without necessarily all the scare actors in it. Oh, it didn't yeah. have actors in it when it was open today, yes? I That's what I heard anyway, but I can't confirm that one. Maybe it had less. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, they had some in there, but they weren't able to like fully cast it out like they are at night. Um, just because the, the actors weren't available during the, t- the daytime. Um, but yeah, the uh, experience that they have going on there is actually in the gift shop of the uh, the horror gift shop, and it's a, it, it's a small contained experience. Uh, it, it's kind of cool. It's like four or five minutes long, um, and it's like an interactive thing uh, that has like a screen uh, that you kind of go back and forth with, and there's a, a Demogorgon and other cool stuff. Saw a little preview of it, but we're looking forward to seeing that this weekend. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's maybe that's. I, I mean, it's a sign of these rumors. I just, I mean, I just heard rumors and nothing concrete that they're trying to make this kind of a more of a, uh, you know, a permanent thing, similar to uh, you know the Walking Dead in, in Hollywood. Um, but yeah. The way that this maze is, is there anything that you what you think would kind of allude to that, or or do you think it's just a you know typical hard night's maze? Um. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'd say probably not where it is, like where it is currently. Uh, it's not really a spot where they could keep a maze permanently. I mean, it's not. It's possible, but they use that you know soundstage every year for different mazes for horror nights, and they're already, um, you know, making extra tents, you know, over by Men in Black and stuff to compensate for uh, missing areas that they don't have. So, uh, I, I wouldn't anticipate that they would use that spot permanently for it. All right. Well, I could see them. I could see them maybe moving it yeah. because yeah. the sets were so good, and the there's a giant animatronic at the very end of it that clearly costs a lot of money. So I could see yeah. them saying, "Hey, maybe we can use this for a period of time to try to attract people to Halloween Horror Nights." But I, I don't. I can't see it being where it is. It's really awkward to get. Too. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we'll see. I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just have a feeling that something's coming because we're not going to get another maze for a while. They just announced season four is going to production, so uh-huh. you know we're not going to get another maze next year. Maybe. Not yeah. Even, yeah. Maybe not even the year after that. <laughs> yeah, we love watching like filming location movies and uh, I like on filming location videos uh, on YouTube and stuff. And they actually had somebody that was going through there and uh, they said they had talked to a security guard. Basically, well, you know, it's people on YouTube talking, but yeah. <laughs> uh, they talked to the security guard there who said that they were packing up the set like pretty carefully, the Star Court, because they did take everything down. And he said that they were using it for a theme park somewhere. But, you know, that's conjecture, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It made the rounds. <laughs> well, they could do the they could do the Stranger Things maze next year and have it be all all season three. Now that they know what season three is, true. Yep. Yeah, they could do that. That'd be nice. Yeah, hopefully, way to keep it alive. Part of it, yeah. They're not going to want to let that go away. No. Yeah, I agree. 
So uh, have you uh, seen, like, the attendance boost of Stranger Things? Is that, like, a real thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that line is packed all night. Yeah, and definitely. and it's the lot it's at, at opening when like at 630 when the park technically opens that line is already two hours long wow so like yeah well when we were in line for our first maze which i'm sure we'll talk about um we got in line for it at 630 and uh people had already gone through stranger things that night so they were actually opening up that one earlier because it was so popular yeah for the stand wow. screen people, is that what yeah, you're yeah? It was the first one open for stand screen, um, but yeah, at the same time, Ghostbusters was as well, which is yeah, we'll talk about that. But alrighty, well, but Ghostbusters seemed to have a lower line every all night. So interesting. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna go on the list of the website just to get <laughs> that. And uh, the next one up here is uh, is Jordan Peele's Us. So it's hard. It's hard to review this one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we just tried to do it earlier for the Hollywood House on a, on earlier today when I was recording earlier today, and um, I don't even know. Uh, why don't you just guys tell guys what you thought? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a sleeper hit for me personally. Um, I I was not expecting. Expecting a whole lot. I was really wondering how this would work as a house, but it turned out like really good to me. Like the scare actors in here, I think really make it mm-hmm. uh, as far as their their acting and and they're super on point and creepy in there. Um, and I think just overall uh, the set design and everything, and I was just really surprised by everything. And it, it, I just thought it was really cool. Yeah, I was um, surprised. Usually, I would like categorize this house kind of like. Happy Death Day and the other, like the last of the Purge houses, like they were good, but they weren't my favorite. So I went mm. in thinking it, you know, it would be just a literal representation of the movie and it'll just, it'll be, it'll be passable. But no, this is actually in my top three. Wow. Every run through is amazing. Yeah, I, I was so surprised and it's just creepy and it just takes you through the movie and it's very interactive and I enjoy it a lot every time. Yeah. No, but my, then again, my list always changes every night. Sometimes, so well, that's part <laughs> of the fun of going. Well, it's kind of fun of going. Exactly, you get a different experience. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly, but yeah. Uh, what, what do you think, Grant? Uh, well, for me, that was probably one of the surprise sleeper hit uh, for me. Like honestly, I saw the movie one time. And thought, okay, I didn't have the highest. I mean, I it wasn't as good as, as what was the name? Jordan Peele's other movie that he Get did. Out. Yeah, oh, yeah, Get Out. Well, I like Get Out a little. Um, now I went with my mom on this maze, <laughs> or through this maze, and she hadn't even seen the movie. She had no idea what it was, so she saw. She went through this thing, and that was actually one of her favorite mazes. And really? she liked the way the whole thing ended. Uh, she thought that it was the best ending of any haunt. Hmm. Now, I'm really curious whether if there are differences between the Hollywood and Orlando version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is. Yes. It, Do you know? For, you, you've seen both. You going through a bunch of. Yeah, I watched videos. Okay. Of the Hollywood ones. Oh, yeah. so you could say. Yeah, oh, yeah. so it is different. Okay. 
Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> they don't use masks and things in in ours. Yeah, that like the casting was is, was crazy. From what I heard, Jordan Peele was like like requesting the headshots and everything uh, to make sure that the wow. Orlando one was on point. I wonder why it wasn't like that where he lives in Hollywood. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, uh, maybe it's because the guy that runs Hollywood lives in <laughs> Ireland, but I don't know. Well, that's a different topic. But uh, <laughs> um, no comment. We're off. We're, yes. uh, we're on the record here. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, because uh, uh, when I went through Hollywoods, I liked it because I'm familiar with the movie and I really enjoy the movie. And Roxy didn't like it because uh, she didn't had no clue what was going on. <laughs> It did not. Uh, it did not connect with her, but you. But apparently, Orlando's is that good that you could still enjoy it without, without even knowing what's going on. I would say, yeah, yeah. The, like I said, the set design so solid, and the the casting was so is so on point. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, they actually just released a video of uh, one of the actors from the movie going through it. The the uh, like the young daughter mm-hmm. um, going through the the house, and they have like a picture of her with the scare actor that's playing her like face to face and it's like mirror image <laughs> wow they did a job with it yeah and that's on brand with the movie with the the, the tethered <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's perfect wow that's cool yeah um yeah so oh i guess it wasn't i think i heard that uh the jumpsuits they wear in this house are actually from the movie is that correct yes yeah, and from what I heard, that was another Jordan Peele thing that he wanted to make sure that uh, the bloodstains were right. So he's like used the ones that were bloodstained for the movie. So there you go. Uh, I don't know if it's all the, the suits or just some of them, but yeah, that that is the rumor among the scare actors, at least. Wow. Uh, Interesting. I went out. I'm interested to find out, uh, you know, can, can Jordan Peele seems to be taking over all aspects of horror. Is he? Is he also taking over haunts? With his- yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, well, no, I guess I liked Hollywood's, but what what you guys are saying? Yours, Orlando seems super awesome, so I'm pretty envious. Yeah. Is there walkthrough? What's the stance on videos in Orlando? Like people um, doing cell phone videos and all that stuff. Do they stop oh. them? Oh no! Yeah, None. yes, they do. Zero. Yeah, um, that's a big problem I've noticed, and I, I really don't like going through a maze and having somebody who's clearly a universal attendant at every corner pushing you through. Like that really takes you out of it. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I, I could I could say from my recent experience of going there that yeah, they're they're just constantly there the whole time, <laughs> like. And sometimes vocally telling you to keep going, (laughs) which is not fun. But yeah, no, it's not. I I think it's a good idea to not have, uh, or it's a great idea that they don't allow you to take photos or video because we're in this age where everybody has to be recording it. Yeah. So you're going to see everybody, instead of paying attention, they're going to be focused on their phone. Like and how and going through it, it's like I guarantee you, there's already a billion videos of each one online. Nobody's going to care about your version of it. Oh, of course, yeah. But, but you know, that's like the average guest, and they're shooting videos so they can put it up on their thing and show their friends and whatever. Uh, but what's yeah, it, it's odd. It's like everybody who records 
towards Disney, uh, like Disney World fireworks. It's like you're never going to watch these <laughs> again in your life. I, it's like watching paint dry. It is like, oh, look at these. Let's watch fireworks, fireworks for our vacation. Videos up and I, they're all better than yours. Yeah, exactly. Watch the 4K one on YouTube. That's it. You're good. Enjoy okay. it while you're there with your eyes. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, what's, but yeah, uh, another big difference between Orlando and Hollywood is uh, you could shoot and take pictures all you want throughout the mazes. Yeah. Uh, it seems like every vlogger on on the internet basically has a run through of uh, Hollywood with you know selfie cam and I yeah, feel like yeah. I've been there <laughs> like twenty different cameras on them like they got what like a a guy filming them from the outside with like a steady cam rig and everything like, it's pretty crazy I was yeah. like you're not even exaggerating that's literally what's going on. <laughs> yeah now I do yeah. think that it would be nice. Nice if at the very end of hot season, if they would let somebody who was a professional uh, videographer with a steady cam and such go in and record it like on the final night so they yeah. would be uh, preserved yeah. for posterity's sake. So you can say, hey, look, this is it. Uh, because, you know, these things typically get destroyed and are, even if they get resurrected, they're resurrected in a different way. Yeah. They should. That would like, be I awesome. hope Universal has done that, but I doubt it. Like, I really do, unfortunately, from the previous years. Maybe now they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and opening media night, they actually did allow people to film this year and I think last year as well. So um, I think if you go on YouTube, you'll find a couple of different people that do have some run-throughs of the houses. They weren't allowed to do the full run-through, but you, they were able to chop it up and put some segments in there. So, oh. so you can get a feel for it, at least. Gotcha. Well... Maybe when by the time event's over and I, I've accepted I'm not going, I'll check out then some of these check. videos. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but until it's over, you never know what magic can happen. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I actually entered a contest to win tickets and a flight. You know, my fingers are crossed. <laughs> but, um, yep. All right, let's move on. Uh, Universal Monsters. I would say the... This is one uh, Orlando's been waiting for for a while. We've had some iterations in Hollywood over the past few years. But uh, it's the first time Orlando's done a classic monsters maze? No. No, they've had the classic monsters there before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are very uh, like strict to stress this year that this is not the classic monsters. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Universal Monsters. These are the new and monsters. they mean business. Uh, <laughs> this is your grandfather's monsters. <laughs> they're coming for their lunch money. Like <laughs> No, yeah, they're they're supposed to be like more intense versions of the uh of, of the monsters, and for the most part they, they are, and they I think they really succeeded with this house. Uh, you know I kind of feel like the only reason that this house was done was because it is very, very, very strongly rumored for their new gate that there's going to be a classic monsters land and it's a way to try to bring them out um, to the forefront and get, you know, the Florida audience used to these characters again. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. To me, uh, I felt like it was one of the weakest of the houses. Mm-hmm. And, uh it felt kind of disjointed because each scene was only like 20, 30 seconds. And I feel like the hunchback of Notre Dame, there's a whole part with him and he was never meant to be scary. Um, he, he was seen, it's supposed to view him as an apathetic character or like 
like a sympathetic, and they were treating uh, Quasimodo as a horror villain. <laughs> True. Yeah, and I noticed that too. I remember telling you, Darren, when we left the house. I go, uh, by the time you figure out, trying to figure out what scene you're in and who you're going to be up against, what monster, it's already the next scene. So yeah, they felt really, really, really short. And the ones that felt like they needed a longer scene, like they should have. And I never even saw um, Quasimodo even. Yeah. And the run-throughs I mean, we went through, I just remember being in the rafters, which was kind of cool. Yeah, if you get a and bad... hearing the bell. Yeah, literally, if you get a bad run-through, he's up in the bell, and you don't see him at all. So I, the two times <laughs> we've gone through it, I never saw him. Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, still, uh, still, I thought it was a, a solid house. I really like the representations of the monsters. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a f- fresh. Uh, the Dracula scene in particular was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, in there, uh, the Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, I thought were probably the weakest uh, elements in there, especially because Frankenstein was pretty much just a jump scare at the end. Um, but actually, his his scene in the house was pretty cool. Where he's mm-hmm. getting revenge on Frankenstein. That's what I was going to say. That was my favorite, table. like most memorable. Like, you know, that, that that's pretty cool too. So. Um, yeah, I, I thought there was a lot of cool scenes. Solid. Uh, if you do get a good run through, I think I thought it was great. Um, and like I said, those those representations, uh, updated versions of them, I thought were pretty cool. And is the water still going? Because we only went on opening night. No, the second night of Horror Nights. We went through the house twice, and we got soaked <laughs> at the beginning. It's like raining effect as you're hmm. like walking through a cemetery oh, or something or whatever it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah, they had it kicked is up a little still high going? on opening weekend. <laughs> I, you know, here's I should say I went on like one week after it opened so it's not like i it's that fresh for me mm-hmm. um i went on uh what would it have been i i went on september 20th. so um i remember being, being sprinkled but like i completely forgot about it until you mentioned it but it wasn't any any soaking it's it could still be going but you know we're in october now yeah so. hopefully they turned it down <laughs> oh, uh, I remember last year uh, the, the poltergeist had raining at the beginning of it. Was it yes. more than that? Because <laughs> that was, I, that, I think that was just enough to to, to not be super annoying. <laughs> but yeah. any, any more, I would have been uh, annoyed. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, do you do you think it was more? Was it was it raining more than that, or like? I can't. We'll ha- I'll have to do another assessment tomorrow night. <laughs> I'll have to do a, a rain report. <laughs> We're like, all right. <laughs> I'll breaking- have to come back with a rain yeah. report. Yeah, I don't well, want to say about the same, but it was just like, oh, okay, you just walk in. You're like, oh, my God, I'm cold. <laughs> I'm getting rained on. Gotcha. But, gotcha. yeah, there'll be an updated rain report. Stay tuned. All right. We'll do a whole other episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or just uh, need to make a video for social media. <laughs> yep. With a live rain report, oh, check our Instagram stories. You like the guy on Family Guy is like, "It's raining." Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Holly. <laughs> Back to you. I, oh, I, it's gonna rain, yeah. Yeah. I think I think actually I really want you to go on our Instagram stories, Nina, and do that. Oh, <laughs> now I will. Just just pop in with that report. <laughs> yep, that's it. Everyone uh, <laughs> dying to know. All right. Um, well, Universal Monster, Monsters, little little divisive here. Um, it's it all. It, to be honesty, it seems like a property that can't please everybody because everyone kind of has their own expectations of what they want from something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, how was how was the general um, 
crowd reaction to this? Um, have you guys heard? Are people excited about it, or are they not feeling it? What's the consensus? Uh, I've seen positive so far. From I mean, you know, the following the Horror Nights Twitterverse, pretty much all the time, constantly <laughs> uh, for updates and seeing, you know, seeing what's happening there. From from what I see, like uh, I know the people that are going regularly at least are are enjoying it. So, yeah. The only reason I ask, I just want to make sure that it adds fuel to the fire for this uh, land getting built in uh, an epic universe. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't hear anybody coming out disappointed, like like really disappointed, like walking out. So, yeah, people seem to really like it. I just wish that they like lengthened some of the scenes and made the transition yeah. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. The number of people who I keep hearing call Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein drives me up a wall every time I hear that. <laughs> Frankenstein was the name of the monster, not not or Frankenstein was the name of the creator, not the monster. Yes. Yeah, but that's. That goes beyond of, Horror Nights. But. Yeah, and Bride of Frankenstein really messes that up. It's like, then what now? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bride of Frankenstein's a monster. Really about? Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's get on to uh, another headlining attraction here for a lot of us, uh, which is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. So, uh, yeah. And then let's spill the beans here. Did they deliver the goods, bringing Ghostbusters back to Universal <laughs> or Orlando? I love it. Yes. Yes, yeah, they did. for That's sure. A- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one thing I heard, and probably because you told me, when you guys told me off air or whatever at some point, uh, that uh, Janine is uh, – it can say whatever she wants. It's not pre-recorded uh, talking. Yes, yes, like very few and far between does it actually happen at Universal Orlando. But yeah, she's got a live mic. Um, I'm sure she's restricted on what she's actually able to say there. Oh, sure, sure. But right. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she but she's actually on mic saying what she likes. And uh, as she walk as you walk through, I mean, she's looking at you and talking to you, so it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I kind of feel like. It's a shame that this isn't around year-round, because this would be the perfect introduction to, like, children who are of the right age to see if they like this kind of thing, because it's more fun than scary. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. If they had this around all year, oh, man. I would be there all the time. You guys prefer <laughs> this to a Stranger Things house. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Wow, wow. Um, well, let's see. What else there? Um, again, I'm just obviously comparing it to Hollywood. My frame of reference here. Yeah. Uh, the Janine scene there was pre-recorded, but still fun. Um, mm-hmm. But the one, the overall feeling I got in Hollywood was it was very intimate. When I think of Ghostbusters, I think of huge set pieces and a big open spaces, but everything through this one seems like it was right in your face. Is that, is that the feel in uh, Orlando's? Uh, no, they had some big sets uh, over in Orlando. Um, the, the rooms that needed to be tight quarters, I think they, they did that well, like the hotel scene um, where, you know, you're going down the hallway that didn't need to be that big. So that's fine. But when you get to the rooftop, it's, it's immense. It's very big for it, a it feels big. scene. Yeah. I think. 
I don't know if it's tricks or what, but yeah, it does definitely look big. (laughs) Wow. One big thing that I saw though is like apparently for the uh, the Hollywood version is that you know with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man scene that there were live actors fighting him, and I did not get that on my walkthrough. I'm not sure if you guys did. No, Um, no, not in Orlando. no, no walk through there. Uh, in Hollywood, they have the uh, um, like mannequins, right? Yeah, they're mannequins. Fighting in Hollywood. Yeah, other oh, mannequins. Okay. Yeah, and here in Orlando, they have a brick wall covering most of him, actually. So I don't know if something happened <laughs> during production. It seems like one of those things that was like, oh, what are we gonna do? Like, okay, cover it mostly with a brick wall, and then we just have his head sticking out, and then they have a projection kind of on his face that that goes from like normal Stay Puft to angry to toasty. Uh, it just kind of goes through a little bit of a cycle there. So that seems like maybe what's in Hollywood as well. Does the yeah. projection. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I really, really liked that I thought was a nice touch was, um, there's a part where the containment unit gets released and there's, um, a few moments with all sorts of crazy looking ghosts that look straight out of the Ghostbusters cartoon show that I used to watch as a kid. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there are. And actually, a couple of them are straight references to that one. And then two of them are from Ghostbusters 2. Uh, the courtroom ghosts uh, make an appearance in there as well. Uh, so good eye on that one. Wow, you guys are really doing some deep cuts on this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I am I am the I am the target demographic for this one, 100%. I was no, uh, the Ghostbusters kid. No Vigo, though, sadly. I was hoping for at least a little bit of Vigo. Yeah, right. Yeah, at least like some little picture or something is that was surprising. Uh, they even have a reference if if you're uh, into uh, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, they uh, have this uh, old thing called Legendary Truth, uh, the Collective, which was like a ARG game that went along with the with the event for several years. Uh, they even have like a little reference to that in that they have one of their briefcases uh, with a sticker on the side um, uh, as soon as you walk into the library. So yeah, they're definitely going deep cut with their paranormal research like thing. Wow. <laughs> nice. Uh was uh Lewis Telly um s- somewhere. In yes. This yes. <laughs> yes, have some. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So this was the big maze that I really felt like I was rushed through by the way. Like mm-hmm. especially with uh, my mom who, you know, giant Ghostbusters fanatic because that movie came out when I was two, so she saw it a ton of times. And she wanted to see all the scenes and like was kind of holding the line up the whole time. I was like, Mom, you gotta keep going. And these um, attendants were like basically walking toward her and trying to move her along. And it's kinda of like if I I saw that happening with multiple people as well, where they just didn't want to leave the room and kind of keep mm-hmm. looking at what was going on in there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a bummer because you do want to see the whole scene play out. It was like that a lot in uh, Halloween uh, in the past couple of years when they did the Halloween uh, uh, houses uh, that they had the like full scenes play out. And you want to see it happen, and then you've got some attendant telling you, come on, move on, move on. So it's it's a really big bummer, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what the solution is, though. I guess I don't know. crowds Upcharge of nights. Yeah, yep. yeah, for limit, yeah, limited. Uh, go at your own pace. <laughs> yep, triple, triple price. Go your own pace. Yep. <laughs> oh God, people would pay it. 
Yeah, I know. I'll be I'll be one of them. <laughs> okay, one time I'm gonna do it. All right. <laughs> I mean, I did the, I did the. I mean, I did the express pass, and I managed to get through all ten houses, and one of the one of the two shows and two rides, and I. That was basically the whole night. Like that's how long these things can take to get into. So, yeah. uh, you that's know, how like, long it took us. We had to choose between a. Academy of Villains and the show, and we chose the Lagoon show that first time that we went, and it was tight. Yep, same here. <laughs> it sucked. So it's so it's it's even with Express, it's too much for one yeah. night. Yes, there is one that if you have you know like a ton of money just burning a hole in your pocket, that you'll get like a private tour that takes you directly <laughs> beyond on the front of the line, people, to the real front of the line. Oh. <laughs> and, and oh no. Actually, no, we're doing that on Sunday. No. We're doing that on I'll Sunday. Yeah. Oh boy. So let's 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 <laughs> take a little break here. That's the uh, is that the RIP tour? Yeah, we're doing the we're doing the private RIP tour. Even mm-hmm. on top of that, if you have enough people in a group, it's it ends up being like sometimes even cheaper. Yeah, no, well, it's never well, che- listen, <laughs> never Linda, quite cheaper. But. If you have an annual pass too with your free ticket, but imagine like okay, so you already have to buy your ticket, but so if you have your ticket already, and then on top of that, you're gonna pay like three hundred three hundred fifty dollars each. Wow. So what? How, let's let's break it down here. What? How many are in a group, and what is the the price of, for the group? Uh, uh, maximum in the group is ten. Okay, and you're looking at three, like thirty five hundred. Depending on the night, it changes. Uh, I think it gets up to like five thousand dollars a night. What? Sometimes, like wow. on the craziest, busiest nights. Get out of town. Yeah. So, oh my god. So it starts uh, at thirty five hundred on top of your ticket. Yes. Yeah. You still have to buy a ticket. Yeah. Which is different than Hollywood, which they hook it up for you. Yeah. Hollywood, it's all included. Yeah. The the RIP tour is one price with everything. Yeah. Wow. But for that, you do it's a private tour. You've got uh, your guide there uh, for the entire night from open to close. Uh, You tell them where you want to go. And like you said, you don't wait in any lines. They stop the lines basically. Everybody hates you and you walk right in. but it Makes like my if you, anxiety flare yeah, up. If you can do it, it's awesome because like the uh, we did it during Horror Nights twenty five <laughs> as well. That's the last time that we did this, so it's not something we do all the time. It's like we'll save up for a couple of years and 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 you know splurge on it. And yeah, it's our when friends the game are coming gets over. together. It's when yeah. you, like Lee and Tracy come over from your the UK co- from like, yeah, the podcast from our podcast. Yeah, so um, it's a big thing for us. So um, we were able to go through. Oh, what was that? Or if James came out, right? We would. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. James comes to town. Let's bust out the RIP yeah, tours. They'll probably just. They'll probably just give it to us. If James right, comes right. Out. Yeah, just mention my name. <laughs> they'll actually pay us to do it. <laughs> definitely. But yeah. But yeah, you do. Uh, you get the guide all night. Uh, you get to. We went through uh, the, each house like four or five times that night. Um, just because it was that easy what? to get in now, so yeah, <laughs> I can't even comprehend that. You went through each house yeah. four or five times in one night. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's the it's the equivalent of going on like the most dead night that doesn't exist anymore. It's great, like and and like you don't even have to go through those huge queues that they have. You know, you, they literally like go to backstage areas and just walk you right in. It's if you can do it. Honestly, say if you can save up and just do that one time and have that be your one night, that's honestly the way to do it. And they have a non-private RIP tour where they just guarantee you entrance to all the houses like that. Um, 
uh, throughout the night, and then you get an express pass after you're done with that to go on all the rides. Oh, that's the one we've done. Yeah, and then uh, we had. And how much is that? I one? think that's the one that one's before. a lot less. That one's like, uh, like I think it's like uh, 175, 200 on the average uh, uh, on top of the ticket. But um, but yeah, so it's it's more limited. But at least you get through all the houses without having to wait. You see, and I saw people doing that on like Men in Black, Alien Attack, where. They got like they. It was a VIP tour like them. They were like, "Well, do you guys want to leave the seats, or do you guys want to ride again?" You know, it's like you get the rides as well. So pretty much. Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. See, it's been so long, I can't even remember. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then they have like little bars and stuff set up just for you. And Men in Black is one of those ones, like down in the immigration room. As that's part of the queue, they actually like open that up and have you have a bar down there. It's pretty cool. So. Yeah. Like I said, if you can, it's pretty neat. <laughs> Wow, that's wild. So, I mean, so you, you have to get nine other people. Yes. And then drop $450. Yep. Because <laughs> you got to give it your, roughly. Yeah, roughly your $100 ticket. I know there's cheaper nights there, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wow. Yeah. If you're Florida residents, maybe we can get a little bit of a discount there. <laughs> but yeah. But if you don't have any people, do you have the group? With the, do they put you with strangers? Or you have non, to pay the yeah, on the non-private one. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, duh, yeah. The way to look at it, though, is, look, you, pay, you paid for your, um, if you wanted to go right now, you would pay for your $100 ticket or whatever. And if you wanted your front of the line, that's like an additional 80 bucks. So, hey, what's an extra 270 bucks or so? True. I mean, that's the way we thought of it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love justifying bad decisions. I was like, uh, meals for a week? I'm like, <laughs> I was like, two hundred. That's why there's ramen noodle, you guys. Well, honestly, one of the nights that we're going this weekend, one of the nights, Friday night, Express is $120. So <laughs> it's so crazy. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, I've always had, like, dreams of doing this, but, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I better work on my other plan of becoming a super celebrity where they'll just escort you in because you're so famous. I can do a positive promotion if we bring you in the crowd. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you are already. Yeah. You think I'm there? All right. Well, I'll keep working on it. Anyways, let's get back to the mazes <laughs> while, while we while I comprehend that that sticker shock that's only going to keep going up <laughs> for sure. um, this is this is why we haven't had a wedding yet <laughs> <laughs> we keep saving and then we go to this <laughs> you guys can get married in one of the ha- one of those houses as you're going through like five times just do the whole ceremony as <laughs> you're should. walking through stranger <laughs> things or we ghostbusters <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean they can't you know just bring whoever's going to marry you guys in and <laughs> Yeah, eight and wait, yeah, eight other people. There you go. <laughs> do an RIP tour. Huh? <laughs> yeah, We're doing a destination wedding to Horror Nights. Everyone, <laughs> everyone needs to put in four fifty. Yeah, <laughs> but it'll be fun. I promise. Plus gift. Yeah, plus gift. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, let's good. go on to another cult classic maze here, which we're all excited. Some maybe more than others, I don't know, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yay! I know, I know, Grant's a huge fan. Um, I'd imagine I'm wearing probably, a Killer Clown shirt, right? I'm sure, <laughs> sure you are. I, I would imagine this was your most anticipated, uh, Grant. If I'm, if I had to guess, uh, one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so with that kind of 
hype and build up and desire to be awesome did it live up to your expectations yes um more than i thought it would um my only problem with it was that it was a shorter maze but honestly i think a 20 minute maze would not have satisfied me (laughs) (laughs) it is one of the short ones because it's in like the shrek theater i believe yes yeah like one of the two I think there's like two Shrek theaters, and they they got one out for Halloween Horror Nights, basically. Yeah, that and a couple of like backstage hallways. It's amazing, like what they can fit in there. But yeah, it is a pretty small spot. That's nuts. Yeah. They've had um, um, Krampus was in there. Yes. Before. And yeah, even, and they had the Alice in Wonderland 3D in there as well. You would never even know. Like, I, I would love to be able to see like where we actually are. Like, do you actually go through the theater? <laughs> like, where? where? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they literally yeah. unbolt the seats. So like, they they take that off and put you know boards down, like board flooring down. And yeah, stuff. we did a tour of Krampus during the day with a lights on tour, and we saw they showed us on the floor where they actually unbolted the seats. And I looked up, and you can actually see like the decorations on the wall, like the Shreky. Yeah, stuff. like you'll see like donkey up there, like in the corner. And no stuff. way, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But with the lights off, you don't really notice that. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. So I don't know how they fit a whole house in those that little theater room. At, yeah. And right. the, you said a couple hallways. I don't know. Yeah, and they usually go kind of abstract in this one. Like very colorful, abstract houses go in here. Uh, so I was expecting like a super abstract like representation of Killer Clowns. But I think they actually did a really good job with like straight scene for scene uh, for a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, so... I was really impressed by that. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I thought it was really cool. Like you said, it was it was too short. I wanted more. Um, but for what we got from it, I think they did an excellent job. Wow. Well, this was definitely... Yeah, carried over from the scare zone. Like, the scare zone, we loved it so much, and we loved the house so much. So it just felt like it's just... It was just... Like, they they match, they pair up perfectly. Yeah. It's... It's one of those movies that, I mean, I was born in 82, um, that people of my generation watched all the time as a kid, <laughs> because it was a relatively kid-friendly horror movie. It's more uh, funny than anything. Yeah. And I think, I think now that my generation is having, you know, has a lot of kids that are seven or eight years old, they're being exposed to it too now, because it's kind of a timeless movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's a great thing. We actually had a little plug for the UUOP. We actually had the Kyoto Brothers on last year uh, when when we were talking to the Scare Zone. Uh, So that's a good episode to listen to because they are so hyped about having it in the, the, just as a Scare Zone for that season. And of course, they probably already knew that the house was coming at that point. Um, But uh, when, when they got to go through the house this year and I saw interviews about it, they were just like, they're just floored that, you know, this, this new generation, the kids are still enjoying what they put out from, you know, so long ago, this cheesy little movie that they came out with that is just awesome. So <laughs> I mean, that movie was not even a hit when it came out. It kind of like, I think when I read it, like basically came out and like left the theaters like within a week. And it's kind of strange that it's still resonating with so many people for something that was in and out of theaters and made like no money at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and yeah, that's how like Army of Darkness did that as well. Like you know, that's another 
cult classic movie where it came out for a weekend, was out of the theaters in a weekend, and then started making all its money on the back end. Yeah. Yeah, the Killer Clowns thing is definitely an interesting one because um, I, I didn't see this movie when it came out, and I was I should have. I would say I was probably the target audience. It was, it's like 88, I think. And, uh, yeah, I was 11 years old watching weird movies like, you know, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and, and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> so this would have been right in my wheelhouse. But uh, that's how poorly it did. It, it eluded me. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't see it till very recently. <laughs> so yeah. anywho, um, might as well keep it moving here because we're, <laughs> we're gone. Yeah. We have a few more to get through. Um, yeah. I think we're at the halfway point of mazes. Are we? Yeah, we We are. Wow, this is gonna be a long one. Okay. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess the the original ones. Uh, obviously, there's, there's stuff to say, but uh, you know, usually. Yeah go by because it was the thing with the ip houses talking about them is that it's all about does it live up to the expectations based on your knowledge of the ip mm-hmm. right you know yeah. so there's always more to say with that i find but anyways we got one last ip a house that started as a haunted house before it was a movie and then there became a movie and then became a haunted house again <laughs> <laughs> and life comes full circle for House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, Meh. Uh, yeah. Uh I'll just say uh I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm very the main thing that I'm jealous about that I can't go to Horror Nights in Orlando is the Rob Zombie scare zone. <laughs> that <Yeah. laughs> I'm super envious of that. Um yeah, because um, I I love that album, um, you know, Hellbilly Deluxe, especially back in the day. And uh, Devil's Rejects is it's definitely it's probably in my top thirty movies of all time. So nice. yeah, they're not going to make a Devil's Rejects house because that doesn't work. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just walk through a shootout slow motion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite work. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I do. I'm interested to hear uh, you guys' thoughts on on this one coming back. Is this the first time it was in Orlando? Because I know that it's yep. okay. So it's been in Hollywood. This is the third time it's been in Hollywood uh, yeah. this year. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, this is the first time we've had it here, and I was super hyped for it. Uh, like you said, the Hellbilly Deluxe era that that was totally me <laughs> at that time. Uh, I went to that tour actually. That was like one of my first metal shows ever. Was the Hellbilly Deluxe tour? So um, it's awesome to go through that scare zone, like you said, and then to have House of Thousand Corpses, um, which was you know again perfect timing for my age when it came out. Uh, you know, just just gore fest over the top. Um, like you said, it was made to be a, a haunted house. So it's perfect as a haunted house. Uh, everything about it is great. The fan service is awesome. Uh, the mm-hmm. casting is pretty good. I'd say here for the most part, um, they have a couple of people that maybe don't match up quite so well, but for the most part, uh, like captain Spaulding's character and everything are just are top, like top notch. Uh, they don't use any masks like that and, except huh. for like the skin masks that are appropriate. Um, so, so uh, for, I just thought for, I'll say for dialogue, how, how does that work? Is it dialogue from the movie? That's, yes. 
Yeah, it is. It's dialogue straight from the movie that they just cut out of there and then they uh, um, like mime to it. They hit their sound cue and they mime to it. So. Yeah, that's that's what's happening in Hollywood too. I was just curious if he had, if yeah. he had some live talking in there. <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of the way things go for those. I think it's I think it's people being so defensive over the IPs, um, just making sure that you know these characters aren't coming up with their own things to say with their characters for the most part. Yeah, it makes sense. It's also probably exhausting to be yelling nonstop. True. You know, for seven or eight hours and then do it again the next day. Yes, but it's exhausting versus soul crushing. I don't know <laughs> which one wins. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, we never really stop and think about the as theme park and haunt fans, the repetitive nature of what's happening behind the scenes. We just think about our moments there. But when you say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to step back really quick, the uh, Ghostbusters at ours, Peter Venkman's at the very end after, and he's got you know Stay Puft Marshmallow Man goop all over him. And he just says the same line over and over every five seconds. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. And he says it over and over every five seconds. Like I asked to come out and do that. So our friend that's a scare actor says, I mean, when you see him, give him a high five. Cause man, he's having a rough night. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It seems like that. I get really like fun for about five minutes and then you'd be like, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And some of them don't. Okay. And that's straight timed. He doesn't even get to like control his cue. He just has to go out and do it when it wow. happens. <laughs> that's like an episode of Black Mirror or something. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I was going to say, especially oh. that, at least when you're a character, you, you have the thrill of, I'm constantly scaring people, so that should be fun to look at. But coming out and just saying that line... <laughs> <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> but yeah so so yeah it's it's crazy but they um you know they, they do a good job with what, what they have there obviously and uh the production value is super high all around everything so um and the houses are so loud on top of that i don't think you can hear anybody me. talk if they tried anyway <laughs> i can't hear you know your people that are in your group talk to you so um, but yeah, back to a uh, house of a thousand corpses. I just think it's a super solid house this year. Um, like I said, made for it, made for the event. Perfect. And I had just recently seen the movie for the first time, like a few months ago. So for me, it was like a different relationship with the movie. Like I'm not the biggest fan, but I was able to spot out so much from the movie. And that was exciting. Like to see like direct scenes from the movie is fun. Now, for me, that was actually my least favorite house of all of them because I I saw the movie one time a long time ago and didn't <laughs> like it just wasn't my thing. It wasn't my I love horror, but I could never get into that whole thing. I could never get into Rob Zombie. So uh, like I did like a review for Creepy Kingdom and I said, look, this was it, it just didn't connect with me. So I was probably the wrong person to really like give my critique of that house because I, it just i i have no connection to it one way or the other yeah yeah what about yeah. it was the the, yeah. the makeup was nice though yeah did it, did yeah. it have fried chicken smells i and wish no i don't think so <laughs> man what the <laughs> i wish no captain Spalding was talking about fried chicken though on the way in no, I know. I, was, yes. I wonder if they had he the does. smell. They actually pumped yeah. in the smell of fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, and he has this little fried chicken drumstick prop that he like th- he's like pointing at you with. That's pretty funny. But yeah, yeah, no smell. Unfortunately, that's crazy. I didn't even think of that. It's, it's it seemed like the smells were toned down this year because like 
Exorcist in previous years was like making me gag. Really, it was really bad. Uh, but I don't remember any of the houses at Horror Nights this year being too too bad with the smells. Hmm. No. Huh. Well, that's probably for the best. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're going to our last four of the originals. You know, Horror Nights fans love the originals. That's where they go crazy. They have no IP restrictions. Uh, last year, my favorite maze there was. Um, now I'm drawing a blank on the name of it, but the uh, the one with all the B movies. <laughs> what was it called? Oh. Slaughterhouse Cinema. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think that's right. Yes. Yeah. Was it Slaughterhouse Cinema? Yes. Yeah, like that. I mean that that seemed like that was made for me like that. Yeah. Like, like that's one of those things where I wish I was a local. Cause I would just keep <laughs> going to that. I went through it twice. Um, Oh, so good. Uh, yeah. So at least I got two in on my one day that I went there last year, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, and they took a section of this maze and inspired one of the original mazes. Uh, so hopefully they continue this trend and take sections <laughs> from that yeah. maze and make new maze because the Amazon uh, cannibal section <laughs> that was definitely my favorite. I ended up buying one of the iron-on T-shirts of that. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> and I really hope they that's one they're keeping in their back pocket. But anyways, uh, yes. the one that they did make was actually the one section – of that maze that actually scared me, which was the Yeti. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Like that Yeti was so scary and intimidating. Like I'm so un- unfazed by jump scares and all that kind of stuff. But the, I don't know the the, the uh, something about that Yeti tapped into like my childhood fears of uh, <laughs> s- I don't know like Sweetums from the Muppet Show or something. I used to be- <laughs> He was and uh, just real quick before we talk about that one. Um, but the second time I I went through the maze that maze last year, it was like right before they closed, so I was basically by myself, and it was awesome just walking you know my own pace. And I got to the Yeti room, and and like I, I, and he, and he, you know, like I missed all the cues. Like he wasn't jumping out, and I was like, all right, I'm getting out of here. He's not gonna get me. And like I, I, and then the whole time he never jumped out. And then I just turned my head as I'm leaving the room, and I see his arm, like he was, re- like just his last attempt to come out at me. I totally could have missed it if I didn't look back either. <laughs> it was like, no. it was just one arm trying, yeti arm trying to get me, but he didn't get me this time. But and he's not gonna get me this year because I'm not going. But tell me about uh, this yeti maze, guys. The yeti, the terror on the Yukon. I loved it. Yes. Yeah, this is my favorite one. I especially love this one. Yeah. Favorite one. Wow. Oh, take it away, man. Yeah, take it away, Grant. (laughs) Oh, God. um, The fact that you enter in and it felt like the building itself was colder than any other building out there (laughs) because it's supposed to be like you're in the middle of the Yukon. Um, The sets were amazing. The entering through a snowstorm was awesome. And the Yeti attacks you from all angles the yeti is frightening looking and uh, i mean like the amount of s- screaming i mean uh, and i was granted i right behind uh, this lovely family who thought it would be a great idea to bring their seven five and two year old with them. <laughs> <laughs> love it mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah that mm. two-year-old was 
probably very confused as to what the heck was going on. I, I mean, like, like this to me shows why the original haunts are way better than the IP haunts because they have no restrictions. They don't have to worry about well, what what would this character do because they're creating that. Um, it's gory. It's intense. Uh, it was actually the first one of the night, and it is a hell of a one to, you know, basically, it's the scariest one that they have out there right now. <laughs> yeah, it's very daunting. There's some one scene is in particular, I remember he's way up at the top of the, like, the wall, and the wall itself is maybe six, seven feet, and it's like a full character standing up there in the whole big costume. Mm-hmm. So not only is he at floor level coming coming at you from every which way but he's also on top of you like he's on top of a mountain like he can just pounce on you is wow. is terrifying and oh, i yeah. i didn't remember the yeti itself from from the other year um but it was spoiled for us remember we we're in line for stranger things and they were doing a cast change and they all came out like yeah, it was all like of march them. of the yetis you saw, yeah. <laughs> you saw the yetis doing their shift change. the march of the yetis yeah doing their shift change. they're all dancing and for they're everybody so and, scary yeah. Yeah, but everybody was cheering for him, so they like they started dancing, and then you know all the team members were like, "Don't take pictures! Don't take pictures!" When I was with James a couple of years ago, we saw the March of the Ashes. If you remember that, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-five we, guys with chainsaw hands. Yeah, we were waiting for uh, Ash vs. Oh. Evil Dead. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's always you think fun they would hide that a little bit better? Yeah, yeah. The back lots. It's it's weird. Because they have that, the, they have to wrap the queue all the way around the building. So, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but yeah, it's fun. Um, but yeah, this this house was great. The Canadian references were awesome. Uh, you know, on top of everything, it's like it's a the scariest house and the funniest original house at the same time. It just works so well. I think um, it's like a comic come to life, really, and I, I totally dig it. And Yeti arm for the win, as far as like scares go. That that's yep. the one that got me, and I I do not get scared at all. I'm looking at sets and everything when I'm walking through, mm-hmm. uh, usually. And yeah, there there's a guy up on that second floor part. Um, he's all he's got is just a giant yeti arm, and he just swings it down in front of you while you're walking by. Mm-hmm. And that's like the one thing that got me is <laughs> this giant <laughs> arm coming down at me. <laughs> I'm telling you that the image I have of that arm trying to get me as I left the room. Yeah, <laughs> scarred so, me. The arm is back. He's looking for you, and he's decided on me instead. Oh boy, he's, he's relay the message to James. Yeah, the arm is back. I'm waiting for him. <laughs> yeti and killer clown. To me, or what would bring me back there for another day and say, well, I'm going to go and stay the night at a hotel, buy my ticket, and experience this again, you know, and drive three and a half hours to go and see it. Those wow. two mazes, hands down, the two best, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, let's move on to some other uh, originals here. Uh, here's this next one, uh, when it was announced, was a little controversial in the haunt community as it seems to have uh, taken its inspiration from a not-scary farm maze. <laughs> Maybe unofficially, I don't know. <laughs> um, and that's his Depths of Fear. Yes. Uh, which, what was... Uh, I, I, what is it, well, I'm drawing a blank <laughs> on the Scary Farm name. Isn't it called the Depths? Well, yeah, the Depths. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so in the Depths... Um, you know, we're we're going uh, deep underwater, and then uh, 
We encountered creatures underwater, including a crazy huge kraken and a yes. killer shark. And uh, so that's that experience. So <laughs> now that uh, uh, Darren and Nina, I know you guys came out to Scary Farm last year and experienced it. Uh, how similar is Depths of Fear to the Depths? It actually, it wasn't as much as the description sounded like it was going to be. Okay. Um, and as the, like, the facade of it was because it did have that like like mining vault entrance kind of thing yeah uh that was somewhat similar to the one that they had for the depths um so i saw that and i heard the description you know this deep sea mining company has come across these things you know that are taking over their place um but it actually had more of an alien vibe to it Hmm. uh to me personally than 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 the depths uh at, at all uh they didn't have that the kraken they didn't use the same kind of sets you didn't actually go out underwater like you do in the depths mm-hmm. uh this was all takes place like in the base oh interesting as you're going through and uh interesting concept about this one uh this is the first and only house that they've ever done in horror nights that you don't survive uh hmm. the the implication uh and i don't know if you'll actually get this when you're walking through now that you've heard it hopefully you will um uh is that when when you get to the end there's kind of like a self-destruct sequence that happens and all the uh escape pods have jettisoned off and you're there's nothing left for you and you actually walk through an escape pod you see everyone's dead yeah so it's like you know that's it for you and, and you don't survive so it's, it's kind of an interesting concept I, I don't know if they convey it as well as they could have in there but i didn't get cool. that when i went through until you told me yeah. when we heard it this is the first i'm piecing that together <laughs> yeah how did <laughs> like you said, how did you yeah. figure that out darren when you're uh, listening listening to the creator's away. interview yeah oh, okay <laughs> well that that's one way to figure it yeah. out yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it seemed like the movie Leviathan, if anybody's ever seen that one. Mm-mm. I actually haven't. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's a movie from the 80s with Daniel Stern um, called Leviathan, and it's about uh, people being terrorized at the bottom of an ocean base, just like this. So it kind of felt like a ripoff of the movie Leviathan. Oh, there you go. Especially yeah. with the whole 80s theme to this one, I kind of felt like it was a nod to that. My, yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my big problem with this one was that I felt like the creatures looked really cheesy. Agreed. Very, very cheesy. They were not scary at all. Yeah. I like scared like, them in the eyes. It's <laughs> almost like baby shark, you know, like level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You look at them and you're like, what the heck? It's not, you're not scared at all. You're like, what? Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. That That's a weird one. And there's a little bit of controversy in this house too, because it uh, contains a, people don't care about a thousand dead people <laughs> but or a thousand dead other animals horses cows it doesn't matter but if you kill a dog <gasps> oh you're my in trouble we've all right. seen we've all seen the john wick movies yes <laughs> yes and they and they did they killed the dog uh it's and it's kind of set up earlier in the um in the house as soon as you walk in you see a picture of the dog and it says like you know uh lab dog and then it has its name and everything and it's like the one that just is down there with them and uh yeah later on in the in the house you see his uh ultimate fate and people are very upset about it uh i'm surprised they haven't taken it out yet and they still haven't it's still there um but it was going to be a lot more intense uh the 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 Show director said uh, that he was actually supposed to twitch and whine. No, because uh, no. he's kind of shut in a door, like an airlock door. Yeah, like he's cut in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so th- there's that. But yeah, overall, I think this house is okay. 
It reminds me like a cabin in the woods. Remember in the scene with all the elevators when not everything's coming out like it in the house, though, that year, like it really like it, it had like lights on it. It was like up on a pedestal. They really like point out this scene. It makes me so sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, as far as the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the, there are two mazes in this area. And you can basically see that like when you're walking around it, how small the tents are that these are in. Yeah. So um, they they cram quite a bit into a really small spot. Like you pretty much loop both mazes to get into it. Yeah. 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 It, this is another one that seems like an optical illusion. Like seeing it from the outside, and then like as as big as it is on the inside, it's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's, it's interesting the controversy stuff because yeah. in the past, you know, Horror Nights has reacted to controversy you know they had that they used to have that the voodoo priestess sacrifice scene that one year or something and, yeah which was offensive to somebody uh, i don't I, I still didn't understand that one but they ended up getting, yeah. they ended up getting rid of it <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah they blamed crowd traffic but yeah we all knew what it was about <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know anyways um next up is one that i would say i was i was looking forward to um it seems uh, like it could be executed very fun, so uh, we'll see. But it was uh, Graveyard Games, which is about some teenagers being disrespectful in a graveyard, and I guess the ghost's coming back and saying, no, you don't. <laughs> 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 I, that's the way they describe it, at least. So uh, how was the execution? Um, I've, heard, I've heard the house is great. Uh, we did not have a good run through ourselves personally. Oh, I think we got like in between a shift change or something like that. And we've only been through it once. Yeah. And we had one run through and it was kind of mediocre. I've heard everybody say it's awesome though. So I'm very excited to go through it again. Yeah. You know, for me, um, this was actually the one that I was least excited for other than like house of a thousand corpses. Um, because it just seemed like a very generic, idea oh like a zombies graveyard here we go you know to me that just seems like what you would see at like your local elementary school as a theme for a haunted house um <laughs> but i thought they have like a social media aspect to it where like people are like texting and sending videos from inside of the graveyard and mm-hmm. uh they're being projected onto the side of the building as they're at, getting and that added a much better aspect to it. I will also say that um, it legitimately felt like you were in a graveyard in this one. Like uh, mm-hmm. this one actually was one of the top ones for set design, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this was Mike Aiello's last uh, uh, house that he basically uh, directed the full set design on. Um, and he went to Paris uh, in a lot of different places. Probably didn't need to, but did anyways. Uh, hey, New Orleans, if you can go Paris. To Paris so- you go to Paris, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he went. He went to all these places and and went to like really old graveyards and used those as in- inspiration and reference uh, for the house. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to see. They did an um, amazing job of on the sets there. Uh, we wish we would have got a better run through as far as the scare actors and, and the house go. So. I hope next time it's it's better, but yeah, yeah. So was very this, cool. Concept. Was the story executed? I mean, Grant, for your run through, like, did you? Yeah, it was. Uh, 
it was definitely executed because I didn't know what it was actually going to be about. I just figured it was people trashing a graveyard. I didn't realize the social media uh, thing to it. And, you know, you definitely have people being strangled as they're uh, holding their phones. And you see the people on FaceTime on the other side going, are you okay? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, oh, that's so cool. Kind of cool. It's a it's a different take on what could have been Night of the Living Dead or, or Return of the Living Dead or Walking Dead or any of these zombie things that are out there. Yeah. So, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. And those two teenagers, the main kids that are, uh, you know, messing in the grave, messing up with, with the graveyard and ultimately meet their demise at the end, uh, our name's Sid and Nancy, too. I thought that was a nice little <laughs> touch. <laughs> <laughs> all the easter eggs oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's so crazy how much detail all the easter eggs that goes into these temporary attractions it's just yeah. mind-blowing <laughs> yeah oh and another uh, great thing they had was the the sid character that guy when you first walk in um he's uh kind of taunting you in the graveyard like calling you a nerd and stuff when you're when you walk through and he's like totally punked out he's got a spray can like uh that looks like paint and he sprays it at you, and it's just like air, like canned air or whatever. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's a pretty good effect. Yeah, it looks like he's going to spray you with spray paint in the eyes. It's awesome. <laughs> what a jerk. Right? <laughs> That's it. All right. We've reached our final maze, which is Nightingale's Blood Pit. Scary. So what is what is this one about? You like movies with gladiators. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like lions. It's like gladiators and lions. Pretty much. There you go. <laughs> you got it. It's just like the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Yeah. A lot of abs in this one. <laughs> are they like actual abs or are they like painted abs? <laughs> Probably 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how it takes place like in the like. What would you say, like the quote-unquote locker room for like the Warriors? Yeah. Like so, you're down. So it feels like a really cramped yeah. house, but the the Nightingales, the little faces. So they're not like the Nightingales that we know, like we know from the other years. Like the new birdie beak-like faces that these new ones have are terrifying. Yeah, yeah, they they're like evolved a little bit there. Hmm. So what do you guys think? That's good. I'm trying to remember that we've only we went through this one once as once as well. Yeah, it's all right. It's gonna take more <laughs> run throughs, but yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. this is the one that's uh, <laughs> right next to the uh, to the depths one. Like I was saying on how there's two that are right next to each other that are really small. This is the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it because I I thought it was kind of cool to do a pot that was based in a different time. You know, yes. Usually, uh, yeah. You, uh, this is the first time I've ever done a haunt that took place in Roman Gladiator. Time. And, uh, you know, the lion animatronic was really cool. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I will say this is the goriest of all the houses. This is by far the bloodiest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh, and Yeti were, were bloody. This one's bloodier. You know, at least yeah. on my run through, this was mm-hmm. way bloodier than Yeti. Yeah. I got people being dismembered and stuff like that. So. Ugh. Yeah, this is uh, this is like uh, not for the squeamish. Um, I, I it was probably uh, yeah my second favorite uh, non IP maze. Hmm. 
So what is the premise? You're walking by these actions or are they trying to get you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you're seeing everything happen. Like you're you're walking through, and like it's just chaos. So, the nightingales basically descend on like very chaotic times in history. Uh, the last house that they did was like a World War One themed house. Oh, uh, so okay. you're in the so you were in the trenches, um, and they had like you know the military guys going there, and then they had the nightingales that were kind of just like they they're not like part of the action. They're like goading people along to kill other people so oh, like okay. so they're like more of like a reference thing but in this house like they're getting they're getting more into it <laughs> on their side too so like the, you know they're they're kind of pitting the gladiators against each other like with with whatever crazy like i don't know mind control or however they do it um but then at the same time that they they were tearing into some people too so um uh it, it was like you said like a gory crazy gory house uh and then like Nina said it's very tight quarters in here um, because of the the size of the house. And it's surprising, again, this is a tent house um, because they've got the stone walls and everything in there. They do a great job of, you know, using the set design to hide the fact that you're in a very small area. Um, These guys are wizards when it comes to that. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even as... And to me personally, this was like one of the the weaker houses on the list um, as far as the IPs go. I think this was the lowest one on the list for me. But even as even None. as the lowest on the list, there it was still awesome. So <laughs> it just says a lot about this year. Yeah, like like I said, like House of a Thousand Corpses, and um, oh, we just uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and uh, the Universal Monsters for probably my two bottom ones but they were still way better than most that i've done at top-notch parks you know yeah like it's just the quality is so good this year yep yeah hmm interesting well i mean it makes me sad i can't be there but uh, at this point you still have a solid month <laughs> of, yeah. of hard night states more than ever this year i believe if you started walking right now you would make it you don't take me a month <laughs> to walk across country. <laughs> I feel like it would take longer. I don't know. I'll Google it and see. <laughs> Google Maps it. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, very briefly, uh, as we round home base here, um, uh, you know, one, one, another favorite component of Horror Nights for me is always the scare zones. So is there any, uh, instead of going through and reviewing each one, are there any ones that were like your favorites that kind of stood out um well yeah hellbilly deluxe is like very solid very well put together um they went as far as like going into the liner of the album and uh rob zombie sitting on a throne in there and they actually recreated the throne uh for a photo op uh which is an interesting thing they're doing in scare zones this year is they've got photo ops in several of the zones uh kind of kind of lets people gives people like a, a concentrated area to do that and then lets the scare actors scare and do their it's a good idea because it seemed like it was turning scare zones were turning into like selfie land yeah <laughs> and then they've got the dragula there with like uh like a straight up um 
like Dragula backdrop from straight from the music video, like like an acid trip kind of backdrop, uh, which they have all over the scare zone too. Go go dancers, um, they have like a electric chair scene going on. It's just it's awesome, and this is as far as uh, Universal has ever gotten into the like satanic imagery too, because they usually very like shy away from that. Even like during the purge, they had a guy that had a god mask, and they changed it to dog. Like that's how much that they're right. like worried about religious stuff, and they've got like six, 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 and lights in here. They got pentagrams everywhere. Oh, they it's went, awesome. they went all the way. Wow. And <laughs> yeah. I, and that I, might have been uh, in Rob Zombie's rider, honestly. Like, if you're gonna let me do this, you're gonna let me do this my way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we'll, we'll see. I don't, who knows how involved he actually really was? He seems to be probably. Yeah, he seems pretty pretty passive about. Uh, this stuff, but uh, you, surprisingly, he doesn't seem to be too hands-on. I don't know. I'm just this is my speculation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when he his his brief mentions of the mazes this year were like, yeah, go check it out. They're over at Universal. Yeah, that's cool. Not like that's yeah, cool. Yeah, not like <laughs> we made this thing. You guys got to see it. You won't believe it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, this definitely <laughs> felt like fan fan service big time, and and fans create like fan created thing. Uh, cause I think they do a better job, honestly, uh, after this many years, I think the fans are the ones that are holding it so tight, you know, that the, he's gone on and done 20 other things since then. So, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're the ones that are still holding on to this and like, and they've got the robot from, from the, uh, hellbilly era in there and he's dancing all it's night weird. long <laughs> and he is having a blast and he's just like the best scare actor I've seen. So hats off to him. Uh, and also, not only is this the most satanic imagery probably in the park, I think that uh, this is, seems to be the the heaviest uh, music played in the park. They don't really yeah. shy, they really shy away from playing uh, metal for lack of a better phrase, even with the bands that they bring in um, for their uh, Mardi Gras and whatever <laughs> else uh, reason they bring bands in. Um, yeah, you know, it doesn't really get too heavy, and so and that and apparently they're playing the entire album. Yep, front uh, to back, front That's to awesome. back on loop, <laughs> and uh, uh, also I wonder if they edit profanity on it because that's one thing that it's not in Horror Nights is no you can see someone's head getting ripped off but you can't hear a, a bad word. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I'll have to listen. I didn't really pay attention to it. And neither did I. <laughs> I would also say um, it's also the sexiest of all the scare zones, as weird as it sounds. Oh, yeah, it's full of go-go dancers, yeah. You get go-go dancers with fire. I mean, and that's something that I noticed. um, I think that they do this every year where they have one area where it's almost like go-go dancers, stripper or something. And it's kind of like you kind of forget, like, you're not, it's kind of jarring when you're uh, not expecting to see that. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. And then you see, like, these old kids going through and they're staring. (laughs) It's kind of funny. You mentioned it earlier. I just want to bring it up again. I, I, what is what is this going on with bringing children to Horror Nights? Like, I, I'm really... Oh, gosh. I don't I know. saw a baby that has to be younger than six months old in, in a, a carrier. No, in yeah. a carrier, in oh. line. I'm like, whether or not they're going to the house, whatever, but, like, I don't... I hope not. <laughs> but, wow. Well, that was crazy. I, um, I, will, yeah. I will... Actually, this seems like a really controversial topic. Uh, so we're going to move on because I don't want yeah. to offend anyone's choicings of, of parroting. No, I just want to. I just want to yeah. say yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I, everyone knows what their child can handle. You know, I'm not going to say it exactly. needs to be X, yeah. Y, or Z. 
but uh, I just don't think babies belong in Horror Nights. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the other non-controversial thing to say is everybody pays the same price at Horror Nights. So think twice about like forcing your kid to go if they don't necessarily want to go because you're going to pay full price for them. And if they're not having a good time, then that's a lot of money. <laughs> and especially when, when you're paying for your five-year-old to have the Express Pass on top of that. Yeah. You, you know, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I was pretty tough as a kid, but I know that at the age of five, I would not have been able to handle um, what these haunts present. I mean, and yeah, I yeah, yeah. I mean, the production value is so high that it's so, it's so almost impossible to decipher fantasy and reality, like even as an adult sometimes, let alone as a, as a child. My, <laughs> my, my thoughts are that the parents want to do it and that they have their kids and they have no idea how to get rid of the kids for the night. So they're just like, okay, kids, you're coming in with me. And uh, they're like, okay, this is life for the next seven hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, well. Have fun, kiddos. We'll, we'll all survive. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, so, yep. uh, let's talk about some other scare zones here. What yeah. were some other highlights? Um, Zombieland's great. <laughs> Zombieland's really fun. I always like any any scare zone, and most scare zones in that area there in New York, like kind of in front of the mummy. Yeah, It's the, a big open area, so it's, it's really nice to kind of just people watch. You and, put on some, like, Good shows in the area, like yeah. in that scare zone and stuff. That they started kind of with the purge and yeah, and it's based off the new movie that's coming out, Zombieland Two: Double Tap. Um, they have an actual prop from the movie that's coming out out there, so that's the pretty presidential cool. limo. It's yeah. all like gunned up. They've got like a Gatlin gun on top. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, they have a couple like pieces from the first movie, like at the end of the movie when they were at the fair or the like the theme park. Um, the scene when he was like he locked himself inside. What's his name? Was it Tallahassee? Mm. No, I, I forgot everyone's names. But when he was inside the, uh, um, like the little game zone, and he was shooting the zombie. So like every maybe every hour on the hour or every half hour, they'll do like a little show where all the zombies are attacking him, and he's shooting them in there. So kind of like the movie. It's a fun zone. I like the area. Yeah, and they got so a Bill Murray in there that's great. <laughs> that like he'll. If other zombies are around, he acts like a zombie, and then he'll act normal otherwise. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he's like really playing up his character from the movie. Um, and uh, yeah, and they got a Charlie Chaplin zombie that's walking around that I guess is going to be a part of the new movie. Um, it was like a little like teaser that they're introducing in that. Zone, and so. that's basically like you have zombies and then people who are not zombies just running for their lives. Yeah. Simple but fun. Interesting. It seems kind of like a shoe in shoot-in property yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah like it doesn't like yeah. I, I, live up to like purge or the other big ones that have been there simple but like enjoyable it's not my definitely not my favorite this year though it's almost like uh zombie land is like a universal movie and that this is oh wait yeah this is universal <laughs> studios yeah, oh. so synergy well actually no <laughs> right it's, it's, it's not a universal movie actually it's a sony movie oh uh, oh, it's not. Okay. So maybe was, maybe know, that was movie. part of the deal for getting Ghostbusters, so they just to promote the, <laughs> their upcoming movie. Oh, good point. <laughs> oh, man. actually, you know what? <laughs> like, surprised we didn't get a Men in Black three scare four scare seven. Right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the internet. <laughs> wow, that that would wow. <laughs> if Men, yeah, right. Men in Black International scare zone, that would have been scary. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I get. I was gonna say I think um, the best scare zone is um, what wasn't the fashion area. 
vanity ball. Yeah, the vanity Yay! ball. <laughs> That's like, my one of my favorites. I love that one. It was like you're watching people go down the catwalk, and you're kind of seeing some really disturbing imagery, uh-huh. um, and like botched uh, botched plastic surgery. It was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of drag, so it's just a bunch of people like in drag. There's men, women, and they're in these beautiful like huge dresses. And then when you look really close, you're like, "What's on their face?" And you're trying to like focus, and it's just a face covered with eyeballs. Or you'll have oh, wow. one one lady that has a face, and you see like a carving around the like around her face, and it's someone yeah, it's else's like someone face, else's and she's holding the head <laughs> whose face she's removed and now is wearing. So it's stuff like that. It's just like it's fashion, but with like botched plastic surgery and just gore. Yeah, yeah. My favorite is the one that's wearing like a tiara of fingers, like all the way down. Oh it's yeah, like, it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's like yeah, and then they've got the surgeons, uh, like two surgeons that are battling kind of uh, each other with their creations. Um, so, and they're creating new things on their stages on either side of the, the set as well. And they do have a giant runway in the middle of it where they're just going back and forth. Like and a doing double runway. Yeah. And there's like a ringleader. So that's always fun. So you always have some excitement. Like, like you feel, yeah. yeah, like there's an event, like it's a party. And so it's a really, really fun scare zone. Yeah. It's a blast. Yeah. I, I find in the, the scare zones as of recent, I've, I've become this like, interactive immersive play that takes place around you that you could just yeah. set up there you know for a few hours you could just go in there and just yeah watch really. it all unfold around you and it's super fun entertaining sometimes they interact with you other times they don't i think the yep. my, one of my favorite scare zones um probably ever um but definitely um as of recent was uh, the Vamp Fifty Five Scare Zone? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The, which was the uh, you know the vampire um, people that are unaware. The uh, it's like a fifties homecoming parade taken over by uh, vampires that are all you know cool in Letterman fonties. jackets. Yeah, yeah. So cool, yes. <laughs> and like just standing around this chaos going on around, everyone playing these roles and. I love that. Uh-huh. You know, like I, I stood there for like 15, 20 minutes just watching this story play out. And like nobody, like they're all so into it. You know, nobody breaks at all. And it's, yeah, it is, it is absolutely, it's incredible. I mean, there's not really any other experience like that in any other haunt that I've gone to. Like obviously oh. other haunts have scare zones and they, you know, they play around with the, but they're, their main focus in other scare zones is literally to just scare people. And they yeah. seem to just want, this is like a show. Like all these scare <laughs> zones are shows, which is really cool. Maybe yeah, not all, yeah. not every single one is that detailed, but, but no, they, yeah, no, they definitely have two. Usually like the New York area and the Hollywood area are the ones that they like to do those. in yeah, because, you know, it's it's not the contingent on the crowd flow through there. So it gives you a little bit more time to hang out because you have other ways to cut through if you want to just get from one, you know, point A to point B. Um, other scare zones like Anarcade, for example, that's like the entry scare zone, which I think they did a, a lot better job this year than they have for their entry scare zones in previous years. Uh, this one's all set up like a dystopian world where they found uh, arcade cabinets and decided to like create a society based on them. Uh, so that's the storyline of it, but the real deal about it is it's awesome. It's like all neon lights, 
uh, very cool. The the lighting is the star of the scare zone. Uh, every all the scare actors have neon lights all over them. Um, the uh, they kind of use that you know the water effect from the from the depths at knots uh, where laser. they use the laser. Yeah, yeah, they use that on the ceiling here to kind of put a ceiling on the the area, and it's just a really cool effect. Uh, the the area looks awesome. Um, but it's it is it's different. It's one of those push through areas, so they don't have the scare actors, you know, doing any kind of show or anything like that. They're there to just stand around, kind of look cool, and to just just do a couple of little jump scares as you walk through. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, so they definitely mix it up there, and they they try to control the crowd with those zones as well. Uh, typically, that area is where it's kind of like a, like a like a preview of all the mazes kind of thing. At least it was last year. Well, they sure. they did do that last year. Yeah, yeah, last yeah last year they did that. That was kind of the first time that they've. Done oh, okay, that. not that wasn't usually just in my brain. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, it was it, it just in my brain. It seems kind of like a, like an intro kind of area. Where, yeah, it where... is. Yeah, it is. Still, it's a welcome welcome to the park. But at the on the downside of it is they can't use a lot of that space because they have to let the crowd go through it. And all the big houses are on that side because that's where the uh, sound stages are. So, you know, they got to do what they got to do there. Gotcha. But uh, I recommend going to the right when you go in, and that's when you'll have Vanity Ball and have a good time instead. <laughs> and then come back around when it's dead not, uh, in the other zones and catch those. Because, uh, like, when I entered, like, I didn't get that whole mist effect because it was still so bright when you enter in. You yeah. Know, you have all the scare actors out, and it's not really effective until it gets dark. Yeah, you have yeah, to see 100%. it at night. Yeah, it's totally a different story at night versus the daytime. And actually, overall, well, my experience last year, um, I did character dining, so we got to go in early. Um, and the first few houses that we did, like, I couldn't see anything in the houses <laughs> because my eyes hadn't yeah. adjusted to night. Like, yeah. I literally walked into a wall in the, in the Stranger Things house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I know yeah, it's, you got to bring a. You got to bring your blue blockers for sure. <laughs> yeah, blue blockers. Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, I think I want to. I want to wait to start going in the mazes until uh, until dark, nightfall. To be honest, because I, I to kind of kind of took away a little bit of the experience early on in the evening. To me, I was like, well, I can't see what's happening. I'm walking into walls. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not yep. really the best time. <laughs> but yeah, that is a problem. But maybe that's just me and my poor vision. But um, <laughs> no, I always go, like the first time we went. I didn't bring my glasses, and I was kicking myself for that. But the second time, I brought them, and it makes a difference. Like okay. we literally close our eyes. We're like, okay, 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 let's go. <laughs> oh, well, okay, it's not just me with that. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying it to make you feel better. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's me too. <laughs> no, it's definitely a problem. And the sun goes down so late anymore. It's like. Oh yeah, I mean, we start when we start. It's like what after character dying. It's like five thirty or something. Like it's it's you know it's legit daytime. <laughs> um, so, but whatever. Um, the last scare zone, uh, Vikings Undead. I hear this one was just as violent as the Nightingales. Are these two connected somehow, or are they near each other? Um, or no, no um, they are kind of close to each other, um, but they are not like connected story wise. Um, but they did some crazy stuff in here. Like they've got like the the skin flaying um, kind of thing where they would like peel somebody's skin off layer by layer, but keep them alive. 
So they kind of have that going on in one area, and then they've got like a lady just straight up like de like de spining someone on the side. Uh, they they get pretty intense with it. You see, and I didn't even see any of that because when I went through it, there was so much fog that it was oh. really like they it was almost over fog to the point where it was kind of dangerous to walk through. That oh. it was hard to see anything that was going on. This San, oh, no. San Francisco. No, this is uh, the Central Park area. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is right by Barney. Yeah, zombies in uh, San Francisco. Oh, okay. Rob gotcha. Zombie. Yeah. I got it. I got um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this area is, they, they have a hard time controlling the fog over here because of the humidity levels, because of the foliage in the park. It really messes with it bad. Um, and sometimes it's just fog city. It's, it's so bad that the stilt walkers have to exit the area until it they get the fog cleared out a little bit. <laughs> oh, we have a Groot this year in that scare zone. Groot? Like there's a stilt walker that he's a big tree. Oh, I call there? it the I didn't see him. What? I call it the Horror Knights Groot. <laughs> yeah, there's a stilt walker that's dressed up like a big stump. I'll have to take a picture of him tomorrow too. Stay tuned. All right. Stay tuned <laughs> to our Instagram stories. And to round it out, <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this brand new show. Which everyone seems to say is incredible, life changing, so much fun. Is uh, I don't know what it's called. What's the name of the show? <laughs> the, the the projection. Marathon show. of Mayhem. Marathon of yeah. Mayhem. Yes. Round of applause. Oh man, that's I amazing. It. it is. It's. It really is everything. I think to me personally, it's the best show that's ever been put on in a theme park. Wow. So what what makes this so awesome? The quality of the projection, I think. Um, mixed with, of course, the nostalgia they're hitting on with Ghostbusters and Killer Clowns and everything like that. They do such a great job of integrating them in, uh, using every uh, uh, special effect they possibly can with these fountains. It's insane what they were able to pull out of literally projectors and fountains. And we've uh, never been to California Adventure, so this is like the closest we can get to those giant water like, <laughs> like a water show. Yeah. That's the, yeah, exactly. Well, from what people are saying, that it's like, it, it's even beaten out World of Color, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Shade. I don't. I don't think the projections on World of Color are like super sharp or anything. I don't. I don't know what you think, Grant. Uh-huh. But, but I, I well, World World of Color has been around for like fifteen years or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, this, um, remember, I did a, like I did a little review of this um, last year when it first started. When they first started doing the yeah. new Fountain Show, uh, so I mean, it's brand new equipment. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah be a technology thing i'm sure 15 years from now if somebody else does a new version of this type of thing it's going to make this one look really pedestrian but my god this was like this is way better than their normal show Um, yeah i agree yeah i mean i guess if you guys have ever seen phantasmic that's what the water Mm -hmm. screens or that show at animal kingdom Mm -hmm. that rivers of light thing at night with the water screens but i mean this this is just way a whole new level with how they chose Ghostbusters and Killer Clowns, which have amazing soundtrack. So it works really well with Water Show, you know, the, for the fountains to dance along with um, with the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This needs to stay around year long. They, they need to just get rid of the old show. Halloween Horror <laughs> forever. Yeah, I'm going to be so bummed when, it, when this thing leaves. 
Oh man. And we're probably only gonna actually see it like this weekend is the last time we're going to Horror Night, so it's the last time we're probably gonna see it, and I'm so I'm mad about it. <laughs> They'll do it next year with whatever properties that they have in there. So like we might get like a human centipede scene theme park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, human centipede's uh, definitely coming to Horror Nights. Get ready. Uh, <laughs> project, projected onto the water. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's really it lives up to the hype that that everybody puts out for it, and then some. The 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 team just did a crazy amazing job on it. Um, like I said, blows blows the regular fountain show out of the water, literally. <laughs> yeah, and and just the and I and I wasn't expecting to. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people complain about this. It's kind of funny. Uh, if you're on the other side of the of the lagoon, you can't see the show. So I've seen a lot of people go like, I don't know what everybody's talking about. Like we were over there in San Francisco and it just looked okay. Um, yeah, you didn't see anything because it's you have to go to like the the seating area and watch it. Um, it's not like a 360 vision kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the projection, they, how they incorporate the the projections on the buildings behind it as well um, is just so crazy. It, it it just gives you like the biggest screen you've ever seen <laughs> uh, yeah. to put this on, and it's just so cool wow have you guys seen um um i don't know what it's called uh this the star wars projection show that they have at hollywood studios i assume they just in video yeah just in video we haven't seen it in person Uh, yeah not the new one yeah Mm -hmm. seeing it in person i I, it sounds similar to experience even there was no fountains was just breathtaking because it's just so immersive and encompassing because they just it's projected yeah. on all <laughs> on every surface in that area yeah. <laughs> and wow. then all that set to music it sounds like a similar experience you guys were having because <laughs> i yeah. and then uh and then they incorporated fireworks into that show and a little bit not wow. a lot but like where there'll be like laser blast and there'll be you know a little a, a firework explosion would, would go off on you know where and all that really great show you guys should check it out disney hollywood studio <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know if it's still on or not i saw it two years ago but, but um that was yeah, uh still going on yeah that was uh james macarati produced show um, yeah um horror nights uh connection there <laughs> but awesome. uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but anyways um yeah i, I don't uh, hopefully they keep the show going um, yes, it's it's weird how they ended, you know, Bill and Ted, and you know, they brought an Academy of Villains, but they don't really have that like. It's such a void, though. You know, <laughs> like there's no, there's nothing filling the Bill and Ted void. These shows, oh, uh, yeah. The, the Bill and Ted phone booth is outside of the House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Well, there you go. That doesn't quite fill the nice void. But at least it's a, <laughs> at least it's, it's something. <laughs> well, I, I think honestly, though. I think they were expecting to demolish that arena for something bigger, um, for like an attraction um, this year, and it just never happened. Yeah, because uh, I think it's because of Epic Universe coming, uh, a lot of the ideas that were uh, supposed to go in that area may be showing up in other parks. So, uh, um, But yeah, uh, they, they weren't really expecting to have that arena anymore. And um, they thought that newer, the younger people that c- came in don't know Bill and Ted, and it's kind of true. Unfortunately, funny enough, they decide to reboot it, you know, and just you know, and put do the new movie now. Right? Yeah, it comes out like in about a year. Like when it cancels. So <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if you saw Bill and Ted come back again next year for the thirtieth anniversary. Um, 
I, I, it wouldn't be a, a huge shocker to me. Um, but the Academy of Villains are a pretty great, like, uh, you know, uh, substitute for that area. Yeah, it's not just a dance show. There's, like, people who can, like, uh, there's silk, silk dancers. They've got a contortionist. Contortionist. People are spinning on weird, like, these, like, spinny wooden, like, props that they bring out. You have this guy who's bouncing this ball up in the audience on the stage. and Yeah, somebody takes the Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, like, 30 feet off the top of the cell, fall to the floor. It's pretty cool. And, uh, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of story they have going on with it. Um, I don't remember the dancers... any of that stuff from the last few years. Is that, is that's all new then, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the show is brand new every year. Um, and the, the, the team that produced it, Academy of Villains, uh, they are, they're amazing. Um, like Nina said, they incorporate a lot of other things. The shadow play, um, yeah, is like a big play. thing that they're known for is like literally putting a sheet up and then using the, their bodies and shadows and stuff to, to tell a story. Um, this one, uh, it was like a, a lot of like metal, new metal kind of music, like Slipknot and stuff playing Marilyn Manson. Uh, so it's like very high energy. The crowd was going nuts when we saw it. Like I've never seen a crowd in there go so crazy, wow. like for the entire show beginning to end. Um, so they, they really hyped up and the dance crew is like, like 75 people strong this it's year too. It's a huge cast. Or maybe less. I don't know. It seems like it. <laughs> no, I'm like, wait a minute. It's probably less than that. Probably like 30, 20 or 30. no. Stay tuned again. <laughs> Who knows? But overwhelming yeah, amount of people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was awesome, though. The, like I said, the, the energy in there, the, the crowd was hyped all the way through. Um, if we can't have Bill and Ted, this is a great substitute for it. Uh, I liked it better when they were out on the street because, like, you know, you kind of like, you see a dance crew, you want to dance along with them, you know, mm-hmm. be out there where you can stand up and watch them. But, you know, this is pretty cool, too. Yeah, no, I remember that year uh, they were they had a stage, but then it got ruined in the hurricane, and then they did this thing on the street. And I love it; seemed like it was all happening all around you, and I I enjoyed that more than the stadium, um, yeah, show of last year. Um, yeah, and and but this year they did make it more of a show, so it it fits more in the stadium than it's in. So I definitely recommend checking it out this year too, if you can. There's a lot of stuff to check out. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't, but maybe a listener can. <laughs> Still do it. <laughs> I know. I have a month. My <laughs> fairy haunt mother can make my dream come true. <laughs> enter those contests. <laughs> yeah, enter the contest. <laughs> oh, man. The contest flies you out, puts you up, gives you tickets to the park. I'm waiting for it, man. I'm ready. <laughs> It's funny. The contest is to go to Horror Nights in Orlando or Hollywood. The winner gets to choose, and I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there's a part of me that wants to, like to pick Hollywood just to be a jerk because it's right down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I can put up in a hotel and everything. Nice. No, no we'll no. pay for your Uber and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It's probably not gonna happen, but um, you know. Hey, any listeners out there that want to get me out there, um, we'll, we'll uh, share um, a milkshake at Twosomes together. <laughs> it would be great. But anyways, I want to thank you guys for giving such an extensive review of the event. You know, I can only... Well, thank uh, you. 
you know, it, if, if I had gone, it, this show would be probably an hour longer because then I would have said all the things that I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so it's, guys, it's a good thing I didn't. But uh, so before we wrap up here, uh, we'll let our, our special guest uh, give some uh, plugs on where to where to find him. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find me at uh, our podcast at uuopodcast.com. And uh, I'm at UUOP Darren on Instagram. Yep. Uh, Nina Thompson on Instagram and Nina Stripes on YouTube. I've been posting a lot more uh, horror stuff this year. So, so yeah. Yeah, I've been watching your YouTube channel, Nina. <gasps> Yay! I'm subscribed. Yay. Yeah, we've been going to Hall of Scream a lot. So there's going to be a lot of that, especially this year. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm hanging out with you guys. <laughs> and you can too check out Dina yeah. Stripes on YouTube oh my gosh James, now, now I'm embarrassed <laughs> I'm the shyest person so it's it's just like an oxymoron it makes no sense uh, but well, thank you that's no, awesome it's all good it's all good well thanks again for coming on guys and thanks for sharing your tales of Horror Nights Orlando <laughs> For all things Creepy Kingdom, links to our social media to check out all of our articles, our videos, everything Creepy Kingdom. Just go to creepykingdom.com. And once again, if you want to support what we do here, get bonus content, and just have a grand old time, go to patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Like I said at the top of the show, we got a lot more haunt coverage coming your way. So stay tuned for that. But until next time, stay haunted.